Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi there, I'm Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, and welcome to Enlightened Conversations um, and with my guest, Lucero. Um, We are going to have a beautiful conversation with you all today about embracing your sexuality. And in amongst our conversation with you, we're going to speak a little bit of English, a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of Spanglish for me, um, while I still learn uh, the language. And Lucero is from Colombia, where I'm talking to you from, and is my beautiful guest for today, who is going to share her wisdom and knowledge with you all. And we're going to give you some beautiful insights about how you can embrace your sexuality, which in Spanish is? Abrazando mi sexualidad. Perfecto. <laughs> um, so, welcome or bienvenida. Uh, mi nombre es Leanne. Uh, yo soy medio internacional. Y Lucero, do you want to introduce yourself? Please? Okay, okay. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm really Flatter, and uh-huh. I'm so happy to have the chance to, to share whatever, whatever we talk about. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, yes, I'm from Colombia, and currently I teach yoga. I also offer sound healing with Tibetan singing bowls, and I work with as a, with the batch flowers, with the batch flower remedies. And now I'm finishing my training as a existential life coach. So that's a very short and very brief um, explanation, explanation of, of all that she does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so should I do that in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Por favor. <laughs> Para los que, los que están viendo esto que hablan español, eh, enseño yoga, trabajo con, con sonido, con los cuerpos tibetanos, eh, en sesiones de relajación y, de, y también de armonización del, del cuerpo físico y del cuerpo emocional. Trabajo con las flores de Bach y actualmente estoy fin- finalizando un, un entrenamiento eh, como coach existencial. Perfecto. Perfecto. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the reason I've asked uh, Lucero to join me today is to share her experience with working with the Bach flowers and with yoga and coaching and learning about all of that and to share her wisdom with you about what sexuality means to, to you um, so that you can share that with our guests. So, uh, explicar, por favor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I think I didn't say, I didn't mention sexuality no. at all. <laughs> but that's okay. We'll, well get there. Okay, okay, perfect. So, yeah, I just, I just came to it through my work working in this coaching program. And I guess this has been a pursuit for me in my life. So now I want just to share this with others. So maybe they have profound insights into what sexuality means to them. Yeah. So yes, basically that's what it is. Okay. 
And what does sexuality mean for you? Sexuality. Mm. Or embracing. Embracing your sexuality. sexuality. What does that mean? Mm, Well, to me, it means just discovering what is already within. Like the spark within. Yeah, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because it's not creating that sexual spark. It's just to connect to it or just to discover or unfold the layers. Just uncover the layers that we have put throughout the years Mm -hmm. so that we can live more authentically our sexuality and more freedom. Yeah, beautiful. And I think the word authenticity and freedom are so beautiful when we talk about sexuality Um, because as women, we often don't embrace it or we're not often encouraged to embrace our sexuality. And I think it's really important that uh, we talk about this topic and what that means to be authentic in your sexuality. How do we express that as women? Exactly. That's you know? an interesting question. So, what are your thoughts on how you express that? Okay, well, I think, and, and the, the reason I use authenticity and freedom is actually because of the logotherapy perspective, okay. which encourages people to live an authentic life. And what it means is just, again, embracing who you are. And without judgment, it's just to mm. acknowledge who you are and love that part of yourself and own it. Even if it sometimes it's not as bright as you would like it to be. Yeah. It's just taking on with whatever you are. So that means authenticity. And on the other side, freedom means just that we are always free to choose mm-hmm. our attitude in any condition, in any circumstances that we are, how do you, how do you say that, that we are facing in yeah. our lives. Yeah. So when you see that in life, but then you can bring that same, let's say, um, description into your sex life, into your own sexuality. So yeah. how am I able just to discover this beautiful being that I already am yeah. and just to love it and and live according to what resonates with me. Yeah. To what is um, makes me feel joyful, happy, at peace. And I think there's there's a couple of things that you've talked about in there that that are really connect with and, and understand what you mean. And I think one of the words that I want to um, explore more with you is judgment. And um, how often as women we judge ourselves as not you know, if we're not feeling fantastic or not feeling sexy or comfortable within our physical body one particular day, then we often judge ourselves. Um, Do you find that you slip into that sometimes or? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Same, come here. So how do you suggest clients move through that or how do you do that in your own life? Okay. So I guess what comes into my mind right now is just that this is the story of our lives. Mm-hmm. Since we are kids, uh, we learn to judge others, but also to judge ourselves. So I guess that comes from two different uh, ways, perspectives. One is what I have been taught yeah. and what I have chosen to do. Yeah. 
So, for example, I've learned from my parents, my parents, yeah. certain <laughs> certain um, rules that you need to live your life in certain way. So, if you don't do it, then you will be judged. So that's one. And the other one is what I've created as I go along with my personality. Yeah. So then I end up judging myself because I'm not that version of myself that I really want to be. Ah. So I think it, it, it works in two ways or many other ways. Yeah. So we need, for me, it would be first just to realize what it is that we are judging about ourselves. Yeah. And then to overcome that or to work on that or to mm -hmm. embrace it. And then we are more free to live an authentic life. Wow. Yeah, and I think that's really, you know, saying about you learn them from your parents and from yourself, from your own life experiences. And I think uh, what resonates for me is I often talk to people about values. What do you value most in your life? And, you know, we all go through different stages of life. You know, when we're younger kids, you know, that connecting with friends and, you know, making friendships and playfulness and joy um, is more valuable than taking responsibility in our everyday lives, yeah, um, because we just don't need to do that. But when we move through different stages and particularly going into adolescence and embracing our sexuality or our sensuality, where do our values come in around that? What are we taught from our parents? Is it, is it okay to talk about sex and talk about sensuality or being sensual? And what does that mean? Um, and then how do we change those values as we learn and grow? Because maybe we've come from a, a family or, a, you know, teachers or, um, religious people in our lives that have said that it's not good to talk about kind of kept hidden. Does that make sense? Okay. So maybe or, or, um, what I'm interested in and often question is how do we go about changing those values in our everyday life when, you know, what we've been taught doesn't really resonate with us anymore because we know we're sexual, sexual beings and that's what we're here for. Um, the universe, God, spirit, whatever it is that you believe in, the reality is we all came here through sex, yeah, through sexuality because it's that co-creative energy and everything in the universe, everything in that physical world is created through sexual energy. And so what's so bad with it? You know, that judgment of good or bad you know, so I think there's a lot of misunderstandings and, you know, out of alignment with who we are right now compared to what we've been taught. And that brings up judgments. Exactly. Well, it took me a while yeah. to realise that. I'm 36 years old now, uh -huh. but I wasn't quite aware when I started my sexual life mm -hmm. and it took me some years and I guess the most important part is to be able to embrace it and to mm -hmm. discover yourself so I started asking myself 
these questions, right? Yeah. But after a while, I had started having sexual yeah. relationships, yeah. right? And then I discovered that through my parents, I have learned so like like two different set of values. Yeah. On one hand, my father would encourage me to say, you can have as many boyfriends as you want. Mm. That's okay. On the other side, he would tell me, since I was 12, uh -huh. okay, he would tell me, if you get pregnant, you will lose your father. Oh, wow. So then I grew up, really? and then I realized this later on. So I grew up saying, okay, I'm free to have sex. Yeah. But on the other side, I found myself feeling guilty for uh, having sex because every time I had sex with my boyfriend, which I was with this guy for a very long time, yeah. I always thought I was pregnant. So I was uh, very scared. So then I think that had a lot to do with me being able to enjoy my sexuality. I mean, not enjoying it. Yeah, because obviously I had this fear that I don't want to lose my father because of course. I'm pregnant and why am I pregnant? Because I had sex. Yeah. But on the other side, he was very open. He was okay. like, yeah, and he's, he used to sit uh, with some of my girlfriends and talk about sex. But, but he didn't realize he was creating that confusion um, in me. Yeah. And then from my mom's perspective, Without her even realizing as well, I grew up and obviously only when you are having a relationship, you find out that you are having, you're carrying this belief that I'm not yours. Yeah. So I realized that I have the belief that he's the guy who is entitled to initiate. Uh, yeah. But not me. Okay. So and you I sat back and waited. Exactly. Waiting so patiently for, totally. for the man to take the lead. So I don't know. Maybe this is a cultural thing in Colombia. I don't yeah. know if it happens in Australia. Yeah. But <laughs> exactly. So that's that's how I can track back yeah, my wow. sexual history yeah. according to what I've learned and from my parents and from my cultural environment. Okay. That's it. Inter answer. Interesting. Yeah. We're just having a conversation <laughs> and hoping that what we talk about resonates for you guys because, you know, by us sharing our learnings, our insights, our wisdom, you know, we're, we're helping you to learn and grow into more of your sexuality. Um, and part of, you know, one of the things you mentioned was joy. And um, I want to pick up on another word in there. And what is joy and what is pleasure in sexuality? And how is women or even men, um, how do we embrace pleasure in our lives or joy in our lives when it comes to our sexuality or our sensuality? Yeah? What are your thoughts on that? I think for me, at this point, it can change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, to me, joy means that I can be myself, okay. that I can yeah. fully be who I am and not having to hide any part okay. of me. Then I feel joyful about sharing what we're sharing. Exactly, with others. Yeah. And one was joy and the other one was pleasure. 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 
Wow. Who doesn't like a bit of pleasure in their life? Yeah. Exactly. That's part of being a human. Exactly. A human and, you experience. know, that whole physical touch is, mm -hmm. you know, for some people uh, brings pleasure and joy mm -hmm. because that's the way they communicate. Whereas others, it's about the words and, you know, um, others it might be about keeping things or doing things mm -hmm. for them. And, you know, those five love languages by Gary Chapman are really popping into my awareness as we talk about that, you know, we can either say, you know, need to express love through our words or through physical touch or through buying gifts or doing things for people, um, acts of service. So how did that all come in with pleasure? You know, it gives me pleasure to do things for people and be of service. And I'm also very physical touch the way I take in the world and the way I, I like to receive love and pleasure. And so how do we allow ourselves to do that as women if we've been taught to sit back and wait for the man to take the lead? Totally. You know? And then what's coming to my mind as well is, and I, I guess we talked about this before, is pleasure and satisfaction, like yeah. the difference. And I think for me, satisfaction would be just to take care of my physical needs. Yep. And pleasure, then I will go a little deeper. Okay. And for me, it will mean to connect with the other person. Okay. And if we're talking about sexuality, it would mean for me touching. It would mean for yeah. me, it would mean for me presence with yes. the other, intimacy. intimacy. That for me, bring me pleasure and not only you know like an orgasm no which is obviously perfect absolutely <laughs> please <laughs> let's do that yeah but just if if i remain on the level of orgasm it will be just satisfaction on the physical level. on the physical level but yeah. if i get if i'm able to connect to the other person and to really be in the presence of the other and, the, and recognize the other as unique so, and so the other is doing that with me, then I will, I will feel pleasure. And then what, and another thing that is coming to my mind now in my heart is that I always knew that sexuality was more than inter, sexual intercourse, yeah. but I just couldn't find the partner or the teacher yeah. or <laughs> someone to talk about it. So I really had to explore it on my own. Yeah. And it was just until later in my life mm -hmm. that I was able to start connecting or embracing that part, yeah. which is higher than just the physical need. And I think you make a good point there that, you know, often, particularly in our adolescent years or teenage years when we're younger, it's often about the physical needs getting met and, you know, that reaching orgasm or ejaculation or whatever it is for, you know, how you need to experience pleasure and joy in your sex, sex life. Um, you know, I think what that creates is a bit of a goal-oriented focus rather than a heart-centred and soul-based focus. And, and I love how you say that because... You know, um, my experience has also been similar with, you know, a lot of the physical, but not so necessarily the, the soul connection is how I would describe it. Or for you guys, it's really that 
emotional and mental uh, connection as well. And, you know, with Sarah and I have talked about one of the things I do is work with twin flames and, and soulmates and help people connect with their twin flame or soulmate. And one of the things that comes in with that is divine lovers. And that's on that beautiful spiritual level where you can both see each other as souls and find the pleasure and the joy within the present moment, even if it's just, you know, a touch, a physical touch, not necessarily taking that step into the bedroom or, you know, sex and and the physical act. You can have intimacy without that necessarily. And that's part of your sexuality, isn't it? Yeah. So can you share with people what your thoughts are around, you know, that emotional or soul-based connection? Because I think that's really something that we don't get taught, you know? Yeah. And I think it might be, it might sound like a paradox a little bit, what I'm about to say. Yeah. Uh, From this... um, Logotherapy perspective, there are three levels to love Mm -hmm. and meet in a relationship. The first one is the physical level, the physical needs being met. Then the second level is the psychological or emotional needs. Mm -hmm. And then it's the spiritual level. Perfect. So we want to get to the spiritual level, right? Yeah. We're talking about soulmates and that kind of connection. And obviously I aspire to that as well. Yes, but but Sarah has already told me we need to have a conversation. Yeah, we need to talk about that. (laughs) That will be the next talk. Absolutely. (laughs) But we cannot neglect the fact that we are human beings and that we touch each other and that we have physical needs. needs so my approach here is not to neglect or neglect neglect, neglect. Yep. okay perfect the last one which is the spiritual level but first to work on the other ones mm-hmm. so we are aware of ourselves and then we can go out of ourselves and encounter the other yeah and meet the other which is an authentic one a unique person and that's mm-hmm. when the soul connection um, happens yeah. right when I, I I am able to see the other one as authentic and unique yeah. so the first one is the physical level and what is prevailing here is the will for pleasure mm-hmm. so to satisfy my needs yeah you know orgasm or physical touch yeah. whatever it is for each person and then it comes that then the second level, which is the psychological, mm-hmm. the, the prevailing here is the will for power. Mm-hmm. We want to uh, protect mm-hmm. our yeah, ego, beautiful. like our ident- identity. So we expect the other to uh, fill in our blanks or uh-huh. whatever it is we lack. So we get into these uh, romantic relationships, yeah. but from that sense of lacking, because what we want is power. I want to control over you. I want to control wow. over you. And the last level is just... I want to, okay. before you go to the next one, yeah. I want to just touch on that mm. if that's okay because, you know, I think it's really key with what you do uh, with the Buckflower mm. Essence and, and some of my work as well is, you know, that push-pull in relationships where 
you know, um, someone might go into fear or have doubts, whether it's about themselves, and usually it is, whether they're good enough, whether they're worthy, whether they're, you know, attractive enough or um, whether they have enough physically to provide or whatever it might be. Um, I think we go into those fears or those doubts sometimes that create a bit of a push-pull in the power relationship in a, you know, between a couple or partners, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, lovers, friendships, you know, all of it. Um, there's often a push-pull there. And when we go into our fear, and we all, we all have them, you know, it's no point, and that's part of being authentic, is going, hey, I have fears, I have doubts, I have, you know, some issues sometimes around worthiness and it's about learning how to step out of that or step through that and embrace all of who we are and know that we're okay. Um, and so I think it's really important that we know when we're doing that, we might withdraw a bit in the relationship dynamic. And it doesn't mean we don't love the person um, anymore or we, we love them more or less or whatever. It just means we need that space for ourselves to come back into balance and to really move through our own fears or doubts, you know. And so I think that's beautiful. And that's that psychological level you were talking about. So, yeah. How do you work with people at that level? If, you know, particularly we're talking about sexuality and sensuality, if people have, whether it's through past relationship experiences, um, if they have fears or doubts there, can you share, you know, how do you work with people to help them move through those fears and doubts yeah, at that psychological level? Yeah. And even the other level as well. Yeah. I guess the the key aspect for, for me, I would say, is within first. Yeah. Which is the name of, of my project, Primero Adentro, in Spanish. Right. And what I've realized is that you know you cannot create a relationship with others if you don't have a relationship with yourself yeah. or if you don't really know what's going on with yourself what's bothering you mm -hmm. what things you like what things you dislike so to step back a little bit you know in order to move to the last level yeah it would be to become aware of ourselves yeah. and by that I mean our beliefs mm -hmm. and then our beliefs are creating our emotions mm -hmm. because that's how we react to the world outside. Yeah. There's something I think should be done in a certain way. And when a person doesn't do it, then it resonates with me in an uncomfortable way. So then it comes, their, their emotional comes. So if I am able to step back and, and just hire from myself and look at myself and see, wow, this is what's really happening. Like I'm having fear that this person is gonna abandon me or I am, expecting this person to be for me all the time. Mm -hmm. If I am able to see it, then 90% of the issue is really solved. Yeah. Then it's a matter of being able to imagine a new version of myself Perfect. where I no longer need the other person to do X, Y, 
things for me. Whatever. Yeah. So I would say that's that that would be how I work with people. And mm. and you were asking about the batch flowers, which I know in Australia, bush flowers are really the uh, famous. Yeah. Planning <laughs> is 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 God's um, pharmacy, right? Nature's pharmacy. Yeah, nature's pharmacy. It doesn't matter the name. So what would I do is like we sit, we have a conversation, and then from whatever situation you're going through, then we will translate this into the emotional language. Yeah. And with that, I am able to start working on deeper issues other than the other one is doing this. The yeah. other one doesn't fulfill my needs. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. What does that have to do with me? Exactly. So then we start working on ourselves. And then I think that gives us a sense of empowerment mm -hmm. because I no the other person no longer has the power over me. Mm -hmm. I have that. I mean, it's not the power or controlling, but it's just I am able to take it, own it, and work on that. And just clear it and go back to harmony. Which is and I, th I think the word power, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we often... Uh, we and I've moved through that. We have power, each and every one of us, in a positive way. It's just sometimes we've been taught to see it as a negative um, in that, you know, really ego-based or fear-based way. But if we're able, particularly as divine feminine, if we're able to stand in our power, it just means being able to be authentic and, like you said, acknowledge what you're experiencing. Um, and... You know, I want to throw into the mix there, um, communicate that to your partner, your whoever it is that you're with. Um, and I, I want to share a bit of a story with you. Um, for those of you who don't know, about 11 months ago, I moved from Australia to Colombia and I'm living in Santa Marta in Colombia, uh, which I just love and have been um, learning uh, poco a poco every day <laughs> um, a little bit more Spanish. In amongst that comes a different cultural experience and different ways of expressing and communicating. Now, at home, one of the things I was very good at picking up on with clients or, you know, even with myself was emotion. And going, okay, that's what that is. I feel sad or I feel anxious or I feel, you know, um, happy or joyful or whatever it might be. But one of the things that I've learned culturally is that some words have a different meaning culturally. And so um, with, with a friend, I re remember using the word frustrata. Uh, your soy un poco frustrada, um, meaning I've, I'm a little bit frustrated. Um, apparently, that means something very different in Spanish. Really? Than, um, a little bit annoyed. Uh -huh. um, but what was shared with me was that that frustrada was more about thinking that the goals or the things I was aiming for yeah. were not possible to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really interesting to go, well, okay, a word that I would have used in English um, has a different meaning here. So I've had to learn to switch my mindset 
and use a different word for that so that I don't mix the meaning. Does that make sense? And when it's, what, what's coming for me is not only translating from English to Spanish, but from women to oh men. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so different there's a lot of we need to do as well. And, you know, uh, us women like to talk. No matter which culture we're in, I think that's universal. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas men, I think, sit back a little bit more and are more that action oriented, and that comes down to our sexuality as well. Um, women are, you know, in, in terms of our anatomy, we're open, we're receivers, whereas men are the givers, particularly when it comes to sexuality. And so, that comes down to communication as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Physically, emotionally, yeah. and spiritually. Exactly. So how can you go up to the last level or the expected level of mm. spiritual connection when you are not able to tackle the physical level in terms of communication yeah. and after that, the emotional level or the, the, the psychological level of the relationship. Mm. So what I've come to understand as well, talking about this embracing my sexuality is really like communication is just essential to oh embracing yeah. sexuality. And really like I was not able to communicate my needs because mm. first of all, I didn't even know what I liked or what I wanted. Mm. And second of all, I felt I was going to be rejected if I did so. So it took me a while to get there. And it was just like a two-way um, communication, communication process. And he came with one guy. He, he, he asked me once, like, Luce, how do you like to be loved? Ah, and I couldn't answer Great question. I couldn't answer that. Wow. I, I think there was a, a man who was in connection with his soul and with his sexuality and totally you but know. i was blocked at that point wow. of my life i couldn't answer and he had a very clear sense of what it was for him okay it took me some years some years to realize but then okay what do i like how do i like to be loved mm -hmm. and by love what what do i mean In by that sex sexual life sexual well. life relationship and then i realized the first part is to be aware of what I want mm. or what I like or to uncover the layers yeah. and embrace who I am. And after I've done that process, then there com comes the, a very challenging part, which is communicating to the other. Because what if this guy doesn't talk at all? How do you do it? It takes a lot of courage, yeah. vulnerability. Yeah. And I love the word vulnerability. And I think so many women are fearful of that word. Um, but the reality is every time you step into a sexual experience, particularly as a woman, you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're opening physically, mentally, emotionally, and hopefully spiritually to another being. And you're stepping into a space of co-creating or creating energetically, whether, you know, you're talking about pregnancy earlier, you know, the purpose of sex is to co-create or procreate. 
So, you know, you step into a vulnerable space, particularly as women, you know, and men, because, you know, there's pressure on men at times as well to perform physically or, you know, even have that, that uh, mental and emotional connection there. So I love the word vulnerability. And, and you were saying that yeah. we as women tend to communicate a lot, but it might be with our friends, at work, yeah. place. But when it comes to that space of intimacy, do we really do it? Particularly with men. With men. Oh, and we are talking male and female relationships, but it obviously applies to all, you know, female, female, male, male. Exactly. Um, you know, we all have characteristics of masculine, feminine in each of us so um, I love that yeah so what do we do when we are not feeling comfortable but mm. we really like the other person and we want this situation to change what do we do do we settle for that mm. or do I take the courage to face it and mm. just to speak about it and if I do how do I do it yeah. from which place do I do it like, I expect you to do this for me or, look, this is who I am, this is what I enjoy. And, and I guess, like, what I've realized, especially on sexuality, is not all, always about talking. No. But you can also show in a gentle way yeah. with your body language. But that also takes courage. Yeah. Just to move the hand a little bit just to say, look at my eyes, you know, yeah. it's very gentle, but in that space, you can feel you're naked, but yeah. it's not only your body naked, it's your, your soul is exposed as exactly. well. So yes, women talk a lot, but, and I, I, I would like to hear your thoughts on this, like, mm -hmm. how do you do with that? How do you deal with the communication? Do you really do it? Uh, do you, what are your beliefs around that? Mm. That women should just take care of the men's needs or what? how do you take care of your own needs? Mm. And I think that great question mm. and, and I'd love for people to share with us their thoughts on it as well. Um, you know, it's, it's funny, women talk a lot verbally. I think we also talk with our physical bodies and I think men talk more with their, their non-verbals and their bodies than with their words. So you can often tell if a man is stepping in towards you and attracted sexually, sensuality-wise, or wants to embrace you or, you know, whatever, pleasure you, then you can tell by their body language if you're present to it. You know, and I think... As women, we're often too busy talking and we're not listening to, you know, what else is being said within that conversation, not just verbally. So I love that. I love that. And how do we do that in a gentle way? Because I don't mean when I am saying embracing your sexuality is to become tough and mm. this is what works for me mm. and, you know, move on if it doesn't work for you because I'm not trying to say that we, we're going to mm. attack the other person, but we're also taking care of ourselves in a loving way. Yeah. So how do we do it? And how do we leave the space to the other person to also communicate okay. what the other person wants or if you need 
to change something about yourself. Yeah. And I was telling you before earlier that you come to this encounter with a person, with another human that is a male, I mean, with a physiological, totally, cool. yeah. totally deep body different than yours. Yeah. And then you're gonna get together to that place, which is sex. So clearly you don't feel the thing that the other person is feeling yeah. and the other way around. Yeah. So you have to communicate. You have to communicate. I don't have a penis and my partner doesn't have a vagina. <laughs> yeah. So how am I able to show in a gentle way what what you do like? What, what is pleasure? Like? What is pleasure? And that takes vulnerability, doesn't it? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Especially so. if you if you want the other person to do something different, how do you do it? In a yeah. violent way? Or do you just remain quiet and yeah. ignore your needs yeah. or yeah, I wonder how, how you've handled that before, because yeah. I bet you've gone through that. I mean, and, and the thing is, we would absolutely love to hear what your thoughts are on this topic, and we could talk about it for such a long time, and I just, I love sitting with you and, and chatting about it and hearing your thoughts. Um, for everyone that's watching, then uh, please, connect with us on the live that we'll have um, after this because we'd love to talk to you more and get your thoughts on, you know, uh, sexuality and what embracing your sexuality feels like for you. Um, so I want to just kind of wrap up a little bit and, and ask you, Lucero, if you can share how people can connect with you in both English and Spanish, <laughs> if okay. that's okay. Okay, yeah, Thank absolutely. You. So yes, I have I have this project uh, within first Primero Adentro, which main goal is to help others to pursue their own meaning in life or to discover in different uh, realms, not just only sexuality but emotional, mm. um, professionally, and we do that through yoga, through both, through sound and through flowers and soon we're gonna have a retreat where we're gonna share in more detail and we're gonna uh, tackle like deeper issues about ourselves. Okay. This won't be like a, you know, like a technique retreat no. because the body knows what it needs to do. We okay. don't need to show the body what it needs to do. Okay. It already knows, but we need to connect to ourselves and just uncover things and, and, and remove weight from our life yeah. that is not longer serving. So the way to connect is through your can, website. Yeah, can website. They, you can connect with Lucero through yeah. her website, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is uh, www.primeroadentro.org. Well, okay. we'll write it down. Just in case. <laughs> and, and there you find my email address, my phone Perfect. number as well. And Perfect. also we are on Facebook, on Instagram. You know, also. That, that would be the, the fastest, shortest way of, of connecting. Perfect. And we can do, you know, like Skype conversations or, or whatever it is that the person needs. Right. And, um, you know, I want to just wrap up with this talk. And as I said, we could go on forever. 
about this topic and I think women love talking about it. I know that, you know, you and I have had many a conversation about it. Um, I'd just like to wrap up and say if you do want to connect with Sarah, jump on her website. Um, and if you are interested in connecting with me as well, I also do things online um, through Skype or WhatsApp or um, over the internet, um, Zoom. Then jump on my website, the barefootmedium.com.au, um, and we can go from there. And I am doing sessions here in Colombia with my translator. Lucero is helping me translate and I do a bit in Spanish and a bit in English sometimes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I have to say that the, the website is in Spanish, but you can write to me in English on the contact Perfect. form and I'll reply in English. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you all for joining us on this show and um, please feel free to join me on the next one um, and get in contact with us soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.